0: Hello, welcome to the show Ashibason podcast. Show Ashibesson is the lead pastor, Grace Made Christian Center, where we raise change agents. We do hope you'll be refreshed by God's word today. Happy listening. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You want to put your hands together for the Lord? Come on, you can do better than that. Don't let the rain, don't let the rain, don't let the rain affect your praise. And Father, we thank you. We appreciate you. We love you for who you are. We love you for being our God. We thank you because of your mercies to prevail it over every judgment. Thank you, O oh God, because you are a sweet God. Lord, this morning we commit this service and this sermon into your hands. We ask, O oh God, that you breathe upon the preacher, breathe upon the listener also in Jesus' name. Let the word Penetrate and let it germinate and bring forth good fruit in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father, because we will never remain the same again after today's service in the name of Jesus. Thank you for the pastors. Thank you for the leaders of this of this of this um, church. Thank you for Pastor Sheung and Pastor Sheung. Thank you for the grace of God that is upon their lives. Lord, thank you God because they will never know a better last year in the name of Jesus. The Bible says the path of the righteous shines brighter and brighter unto the perfect day. This will be their portion concerning their ministry, concerning their lives in the name of Jesus. From glory to glory, from one level to another higher level in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth the strength shall their strength shall wax stronger and stronger financial strength shall wax stronger and stronger emotional strength they shall wax stronger and stronger um, spiritual strength they shall wax stronger and stronger in the name of Jesus thank you lord we receive an open heaven And we ask, oh God, that your angel begin to ascend and descend upon this place in the name of Jesus. Prepare our hearts to know what to do at the right time in the name of Jesus. Thank you in Jesus' name. Are you glad to be in church? Are you glad to be in church? Come on, put those hands together. I need some energy from you guys there. Come on. Okay, thank you. You may take your seat quickly. Thank you, Pastor Sheol, for this. um, I'm not sure we've ever met. We've never met. Oh, yeah. Uh, But I'm here anyway. You must have known the button to press. (laughs) Because I hardly take invitations. I only take invitations based on relationship. Um, I tell people this before. I said, I take invitation uh, based on three things. Number one, God said, which most preachers, they hardly hear God anyway when it comes to preaching. And when it comes to being invited, I mean to notice that when they say that God, when the preacher comes to me, I say God told me to come and meet you. You're wondering, ah, it's not because you saw me on social media regularly. That's why your heart was kindled to come and meet me. Because there are some guys who are praying in Onitsha, Who are in uh, Kitty on the hills. So why is it that you didn't go and pick those ones and it's the popular ones that you pick? And then some of us also preachers, especially those people from America, after they've collected some money before they came, because they will also ask you for money before they come. And they will not be telling you after they've come because of money that God is telling me something to you. Uh, if we didn't give you the money before. Will God not tell you? You know, those things are just there. So God said, number one. Number two, relationship. Relationship. And number three, the money is good. (laughs) But I don't charge churches to speak. So the third one is always out of the picture. So it's those two things. One, God said, two, relationship. And I think um, Pastor Shea was able to get... Somebody that I respected so much who did the legwork for him. And I'm here. I'm glad I'm here. I'm glad I'm here. I'm excited I'm here because I've always seen him on, on yeah, online, social media. That's why I said, this is not the place you were before. Just to let you know that I've, I've seen you and I've watched you and um, you're doing well. You're doing well. You're doing well. And I'm, I'm so happy to be here and I pray that God will god will speak through me and then bless the people here now let me warn you beforehand i'm not your typical kind of preacher i'm not your typical kind of preacher because i am more of a business analyst i'm more don't worry i'm an anointed person i have the healing grace and everything Uh, but i'm more of an analyst i'm more of a pragmatic person so there are some things that i may say i would try not to say The things that will break tables too much, I would try. Because sometimes when I'm speaking, I'm cautioning myself, don't say that here. No, 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 you can't, can't, it can't go out here. But as much as I can, I will try and control myself and God helping me. But expect some things that I will say to not be a normal thing. To make you think deeper. To make you go deeper and begin to ask yourself some real cool questions. Because most of the things, come on, you can see that. don't no worry, sir. Thank you, sir. Most of the things that, that we jubilate over in church are just um, make-believe. Are just things that tickle our fancies. Because we are in the corporate world, and we see the fight between the believers and the unbelievers. And you see what the Bible said when it said, I saw under the sun, vanity upon vanity. The children, the princes walking on barefoot and the servant riding on horses. Because when you look at it, as a Christian, based on our belief, we are the prince because we are a child of God. I was born into a Muslim family and I remember those days before my father passed on and then some Christians came to preach to my dad. And my, they were telling my dad so many things. He didn't pay attention to them though. Don't worry, we got him saved before he died. So, but on that day, on that day, he was telling those guys who came to preach that we, Muslims, are the servants of God. Those ones are saying, we are the sons of God. I mean, I didn't know the Bible. I've never been to church in my life, but that statement stayed with me. And if some people say that they are servants of God, and we are saying we are, the sons of god then you want to look at the dynamics of business and then you're wondering who are the people calling the shots are they the sons of god or the servants of god <clears throat> that's what the bible says that i saw under the sun princes walking on barefoot and the servant riding on horses many times we come to church Sorry, we go on retreat, seven days retreat. We pray, we fast. We do a lot of those gymnastics. Fantastic, they are very important. And then we come to the marketplace. And then our salaries are being paid by the people who didn't go to the retreat. Yeah. Sometimes they don't even understand what all those things you came to do. Or probably they have evil power. We don't know. But if we say our own power is bigger or better than theirs, who should be dominating the marketplace? Who should? Those are some of the questions you need to ask yourselves. Those are some of the investigations you need to do. Those are some of the things that you need to critically sit down and begin to wonder this is my going to church. Is he really paying me? Mm. I'm not saying don't go to church. Or don't get me wrong. I'm just telling you to ask those questions. The Sunday sermon, what has it done to my life? If you do a critical analysis of your life 12 months ago, can you say that you are actually improving? Now, let me warn you, Sometimes your improvement is not tangible, it could be intangible. Actually, improvements start from the intangibles to the tangibles. When you begin to see that my thinking has changed, the way I talk has changed. Because if you do not change on the inside, there is no change on the outside. Jesus Christ on the in, walking on the inside. Oh, what a change in my life. You remember that. You remember the song. Jesus on the inside. Walking on the inside. Oh, what a change in my life. You deal with the intangibles first. But you must be able to look at it. Is the way I talk changing? Is the way I think changing? Once you start experiencing that, then you always know what to do. Look, I figured out that all the testimonies that we share, which is very important in church, if you notice, if you do your own work very well, you realize it's about 1 to 10% of the people in church that shares the testimony, why the 99, 90 to 99% are wondering if, their own, if they have actually offended God or not. But when Jesus was alive, it was the reverse. Don't worry, I don't need to keep up, thank you. Jesus was like, it was the reverse. All that came, everyone that came. And guess what? We preachers, we are so perfect at it. We use the 1% or the 10% to intimidate the 90. And we say, if God can do it for them, I don't know about you. And then you now go back and begin to wonder, hey, 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 why is my own like this? Do you understand this? Look, God allowing me today, it's statistically proven that always in any society, in any profession, uh, don't let me say in any church, in any profession, the people that will be outstanding are about 1%. Amongst all the doctors, it's not all the doctors that are successful. 1% are very successful. 10 are successful. 10% are successful. 30% are trying to be successful. While almost 70% are grappling with poverty. Do you understand what I'm talking about? So take that statistics, take it anywhere. Take it anywhere. Take it to the churches. Even churches, 1% are very successful, 10 are doing well, 30% are trying to do all night that is not working, and all day that is not working. And 70% are struggling it with their, with their church members. They are almost causing the church members for not being prosperous. But not prospering. And then you are wondering. So hopefully today. You need to know how to navigate, how to transit. If you are in the 70 category, move to 30. From 30, move to the 10%. And from the 10%, eventually move to the 1%. In my own profession in Nigeria right now, I am comfortably in 1%. But I'm not satisfied. Uh, you know, Once you are in 1% in Nigeria, it's likely you are in 1% in Africa. It is definitely that you are in 1% in West Africa. Yeah. But it is likely that you are 1% in Africa. Because if you want to attain 1% anywhere in Africa, you have to be in about four countries. South Africa, Nigeria, Egypt, and um, is it Algeria? Those are the four countries that you have to be in for you to thrive. Even in Nigeria, you want to be outstanding. Three cities. Lagos, Abuja, Potakot, you can add, you can add two. Onichalaba. <laughs> <coughs> Statistics. Statistics. You can add that. It's easier for you. Now, whatever you do, Anywhere in Nigeria that you have not done in Lagos, you have not conquered Nigeria. You know that. You've not conquered that. So all those things are the things that you need to be working with. So hopefully we'll be able to go through all that and then we'll be able to get you prepared. I like it when Pastor told me that you guys are between 20 and 30, I mean the average age, which is good. This is the time for you to to explore. This is the time for you to be risky. Take Not calculated risk. Take risk. Don't calculate it. When you are in our own age, we do calculated risk because the time is not there. I mean, a young guy came to meet me. I was in Akura, and he told me that, sir, I want to resign from Microsoft. I said, you are not okay. You must be sick. Who told you, do you know how many people want to work with Microsoft? That they've not been able to work with Microsoft? You want to? I said, get out of here. So as he turned, I said, how old are you? He said, I'm 20. And I said, resign. Whoa, everybody, was. they were so shocked that I told this guy off in a split second. I changed my mind. When he said he was 20, I said, "Ah, uh-uh. uh uh-uh, are you married? No, not. I beg, resign. And he resigned. The guy is developing softwares, all those apps, whatever they call it right now. I mean, he's traveling all over the world. Why did he, why did I tell him to take that risk? He's so young. He's in his exploratory age. The age, age that we wished we knew what we are going to be teaching you now. If I knew it 20 years ago or 30 years ago, I wouldn't be where I am right now. I would not be where I am right now. I wish to get on this. Get ready, guys. Let us explore. Let us get deeper into some things. You know, Ecclesiastes 10 verse 15 says something so powerful the labor of the foolish, wearied the foolish. And he gave you a reason why that labor is sweat, is wearying him or her, is because he does not know how to go into the city. He does not know how to translate the gifts, the talent. the the blessings of God, into reality. He does not know who to talk to, how to talk, where to talk, where to be found, where to be positioned. He does not understand that. He's praying, he's fasting, he's doing all sorts in church, but there is no translation. And after a while he gets frustrated that's why Bishop Oedipo will say that there are so many prayer warriors that are worried. Mm. There are some people who come to church even more than the Bible, but you can't see the result in their lives. You're wondering why. And God is not important. The power of God is not, it has not gone on vacation. We serve a big-breasted God. The El Shaddai God, the Almighty God, the One who was and who is and is to come, He changed not. He is the Big God. The Bible says He makes the heavens His throne, and the earth is full stool. He's seated upon the circles of the earth. Now, the magnificent one is that the Bible says He measures the water in the hollows of His hand. Do you know what that means? Atlantic Ocean. Pacific Ocean, Indian Ocean, even the pond in your village, the river in your village, the pure water you drank today, it measures everything in the hollows of his hands. That's how big your God is. That's how mighty your God is. And then this God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, that's Ephesians 3 verse 20, above, All that you can ever ask or think according to the power that works within you. Now see, most of the time when we read those scriptures, we don't pause. We don't ask the scriptures, what is my responsibility here? What is my role in this scripture? Because, in as much as you serve a big breasted God, the Almighty One, the one that can fix things, when you look close into that scripture, there is a part you have to play. He said, I will do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that you can ask or think. So, if you are not asking, And you are not thinking, my so-called invincible power is important. Because you, as an individual, in your own life, you're not doing what it is required of you. You're not doing what you're supposed to do. You brag about me. But I'm waiting for you to put some things in the equation bring some things on the table because if we don't bring those things on the table i may not be able may not be able to go against my principles so your role is to ask and to think ask and think prayer and thinking, prayers and strategy, prayers, and sitting down with people that can help you think properly. God wants to do, but your brain cannot take it. God wants to do, but he knows that, you see, God tells you where to go. How to get there is left to you. you how to get there is left to you. This is where to go. You have to figure it out. Pray figure it out. And then when you look at that scripture very well, remember what it says here. Ask or, uh, have you thought about that? Uh, Ask or think. That's very instructive, it's not written in italics. So it was not put there. You know the word that means is that, guys, if you have been asking, praying, 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 and as it if it's not working, then you switch into thinking. And if you have been thinking and thinking and thinking and thinking, and it seems that it's not working, then you switch into what prayers? Because according to the scripture, you can substitute one for the other. Hey, come on, I, 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 is it not what I'm seeing? Is it not what you're seeing here? But the intelligent one amongst us will not do that. They will combine both. So that's why when you're Kabashi, Mando, li Kabo, DC, when you're Kabashi, when you're praying, you're, you have your note and paper. You're waiting for fresh ideas to drop down. Once they drop down, you capture it. It may not make sense. It doesn't have to make sense. Because God's words... Sometimes cannot make sense. Who are you to think that your heart, your mind can carry what God has said? Write it down. Keep praying. Keep praying. And when you even stop praying, you are still in the prayer mood. Why? Because your mind is, fruit, is fruitful. Your mind is ready to pick things even on the street when you're walking on the street. So most of us, we just pray, pray. We, we, we pride ourselves and we pray six hours, seven hours. Look, what you say to God is very important. But a word from God is more important than what you say to God. A word from God is more important than what you say to God. Capture it. Sit down with people that can provoke your mind. Sit down with people that can provoke your mind. Stop hanging out with people where, 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 I, I, I mean... They don't have fruitful mind, And then you are there wasting your life. Hanging around those people. You can't make headway that way. Are we together here? Ask questions. There's a Yoruba proverb. I can't remember the way it is said, but let me just try. That the God that cannot make me better should leave me the way I am. Uh You (laughs) you understand what I'm talking now? When you serve a God, there should be improvement. Now, look, the improvement I'm talking about is not naira and cobble. The improvement I'm talking about is not houses and cars. The improvement I'm talking about is not dollars and pounds. The improvement I'm talking about is not in, 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 in flying abroad or becoming the biggest church. No, that's not it. Those are addendums. Those are addendums. There's an improvement you will know yourself that must change, man. Something has happened to me. Something took place inside me. And it's just a matter of time. You begin to attract the necessary resources to you. We play to the gallery too much in church. And it plagues my heart. It plagues my heart. Yeah, we should dance, don't get me wrong. If the dance will repair our thinking. The prayer should repair our thinking. While we are here, people are writing scripts Full-time writing scripts for the society. How you will act. You are in church, oh, but they are sitting at the gate, writing scripts. Oh, you don't know? Get me get me a say, No, sorry. Uh, Ezekiel. Ezekiel 11. If you have the message translation, please just put it there so that you can see something before I go to breaking some things down for us. Ezekiel 11. If you have it the message translation. Are you there? Yeah, good. He said, then the Spirit picked me up and took me to the gate of the temple that faces the east. Faces east. There were 25 men standing at the gate. I recognized the leaders. Zaznia, son of Azu, uh, Zazazul, whatever. What, what, oh, no, no, no. Uh, Palasia, son of um, Benaiah. Come on, let's go on. Be fast, please. God said, son of mine. These are the men who draw up blueprints for sin. Who sync up new programs for evil in this city. Move on. They said, they say we can make anything happen here. We are the best. We are the choice pieces of meat in the supports. Oppose them, son of man preach against them. That was the mandate given to Ezekiel. Forget about all those stuff you guys do around shouting around. This is, uh, this is where the battle is. Some people are writing script. They wrote the script for tattoo. They wrote the script for uh, piercing your... They wrote those scripts. They're already writing another one now. Uh, very soon, uh, what's it called? Uh, transgen- all those things coming heavily into Nigeria because they boxed us in one corner. Our government needs money. We'll give you money, sign this contract. <laughs> You'll be Libra I say, no, we're not going to agree. Why, why won't you agree? Do you have the money to borrow Nigeria? Do you have the money to borrow Nigeria? You agree, oh? You just have to find a way around it. How you survive and make sure that things work for you as a Christian. Now you see that we have not started yet. We have not started yet. They showed us pepper in the last election. Pepper. The last so speaking in tongues. We got to the field. Whether it was selection or election, but they are the one there now. Mm. We lost the battle at the primaries of APC. When I came to the battlefield, messed up the whole thing. You're shouting judiciary, uh, appeal court and everything. The script. We're not set yet. When you begin to do the things that you're supposed to do, and you begin to think strategically, then we'll be moving closer to the spot. Five years, 10 years, 15 years, 25 years. That's my own art That's what I'm doing. Anybody who moves close to me in the business field, I give them my mentality. We're going to Doha in March. I'm putting the businessmen in the same room with pastors. I want to infuse their mind. I want to influence their mind. Once I can influence their mind, then I can influence their territory. I can make them become the best in their field. So it's easier for us to write the script or rewrite the script because we are dominating the field. It will take time. I'm not in a hurry. It may not even happen when I'm alive. I'll be patient enough i keep investing, keep pushing, keep pushing, keep pushing. For me, it's not in making millions. It's not in making billions. That may come along the line. But scripts must be rewritten. Lives must be touched. The agenda that we have must be perpetuated in the community and the society. But before we get there, let me help you to be outstanding. Are we together? Let me help you to know what you need to do at your age right now and what you will be doing in the next 20, 30, 40 years. Let me help you to put your house in order so that you can be the most outstanding person in your career. You can be the go-to guy in your office. You can be the indispensable guy when it comes to your industry. So once we have, just imagine, if just 50% of us here, sorry, let me say, 100% of us here now built up ourselves to the point where we are indispensable in our careers, when we are, they are the outstanding go-to person in our industry, do you think we will not take Agege or anywhere by storm? We'll conquer this whole place. We'll conquer Lagos State. Why? Because if they mess up with us, I'll just like about 10, a bank messes up with us, about 10, 15 of you, Tell them, write them a letter that you are withdrawing all your company's account. And then by the time you write, bo, 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 Monday morning. They say, why? Say, why did you talk anyhow to Pastor Shem? Say, don't worry, no. They will run down to this place, kneel down on this altar, whether by force or by fire. That is the influence we are talking about. Makes life easy when you are a champion. Makes everything grow. Makes the kingdom principle move around the world when you are a champion. Are we together here? Are we together here? No, I have an apostolic anointing for the marketplace. I am glad. I know that without a doubt. Lives are changed. There are some guys that are with me, they will tell you in the real estate that we were pussycat. But when it came close to you, we became lion. You can't stay around me, and your mind will not be influenced for greater things. It is impossible. That's impossible and can't together. It's not possible. There are principles from the Scriptures, from the Bible. But we don't pay attention to it. You want the ones that, are, that will make life easy. Mm. And it doesn't make life easy. It just gets you to that corner when you begin to put all responsibility on God. And they say every prayer point that puts all responsibility on God is an irresponsible prayer. Irresponsible prayer. You ask people. You want to buy a car? How will you do it? Uh, what will what, 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 what are your plans? They say God will do it. Oh. That's the language of the Christian. He will do it. He will perform a miracle. But has he told you anything? Is there anything that you can sell? Is there anything value? No, God will do it. God will do it. I want to travel to America. Have you collected your passport? No, God will do it. Ah. So the visa will just come like that without passport. God will do it. God will do it. God will do it. Any prayer that puts 100% responsibility on God is an irresponsible prayer. Because when you read Joshua chapter 1, verse 8, you understand better. This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night. So that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it, and then you shall make your way prosperous, and then you shall have good success. Now, when you the book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you, thou, that is you, shall meditate in it day and night, and then you will observe to do according to all. Is it God? And then uh, you shall I what? I can't hear you. And then you shall I have good success. The, the only time God appears is when He presented the book to you. The book of life is there to you. So what you do with the book of life is left to you. It's left to you. How can you pray and not read the Bible? How can you wake up every day to join online prayers and then you don't read the Bible? Don't worry, all of them are my friends. <laughs> How come? Do you think it's magic? It just happened. If it just happened, it will just disappear, I guarantee you. When a miracle happens, you sustain miracles by principles. Yeah. You sustain miracles by principles. And if you don't understand, because there's something in strategy that is called patterns. Patterns. You must understand patterns, where you're coming from, what has been happening to you. And that's even how you know when God talks to you. There's a pattern with which God speaks to you. But because you are somewhere, somebody is sharing testimony that you want the person to, to be... No! Me, if I dream that I die today, I won't pray. God does not talk to me through dreams. He too knows that it's very likely that Niyo will not take me serious if I appear in his dream. I know. He knows. God knows. And I know. Because from... Experience from patterns. Many of my dreams have gone awry. <laughs> I told you to work, he never did. I know my pattern. I know how God talks to me. Based on the results, I have spent time to be able to track it. So I work based on that. Now don't get me wrong, God sometimes can step out of the norm for me. I know there are some. Unusual cases like that, because he's sovereign. But then you understand his son. When you understand your son, there's no point in trying to make sure you're... Because he's the one that put it there. After, I have dreamt and dreamt and the thing did not work. But I have a brother, if he dreams that somebody dies, we have to pray. (laughs) And yeah, we will start fasting and prayers. My brother, the same father, the same mother. But me, it's likely you will live long. (laughs) Praise the Lord. Are you getting something out of this? (laughs) Look, let me just quickly do this. My time is flying. My time is flying. Let me just do this with you. You want to win? Do you want to win? Yes, sir. No, I can't hear you. Do you want to win? Yes, sir. Do you want to win? Yes, sir. What I'm about to teach right now in the next 15 minutes, hopefully God helping me, will give you a good positioning. Whether in your office, whether in your career whether in your business, whatever you're doing, whether even in the music industry, will give you good positioning. And it's a formula, I've been teaching this thing for 15, 20 years, and it has never failed me. It has never failed me. It is an evergreen formula, gleaned from the Bible. I even wrote a book on it, it's called the Individual Competitiveness Formula. How do you stay competitive? How do you stay irrelevant? This year marks 30 years of Niyi with the microphone. And I am not, I am not irrelevant. Some of this I do in The knowledge industry, nobody in this country has done it. Nobody. Not even my mentor has attempted it. But this formula helped me. And I'm sure it can help you. I don't want to go deep into some statistic data and everything, blah, blah, blah. I just want to give you something very simple, very workable. And there's something that you can go tomorrow morning and start practicing it. Are you ready? Are you ready? Don't worry, we'll pray after all this. Let me get your mind to thinking first. Then we'll do the prayers. we combine both. We'll release the grace. We'll release the anointing. Because there's a part of the blessing that activates things also. There's a the principle and there's a the principle. You must understand both. Sometimes the principle wants to work, but it's no principle. Sometimes the principle is working, but sometimes the principle goes to break. Go on break, yeah. It's the principle that enforces the principle. Mm. The principle does not enforce it, nothing. He enforces the principles. So you must understand both. But the most important thing that most Christians don't have are the principles. And the principles are there in the Bible. Even though your Lord Jesus Christ did not break any. He went to John the Baptist. He said, baptize me. He said, never you, Savior. I said, no. Let's do this so that um, uh, everything can be fulfilled. Let us walk according to the dictates. You are the one that came before me. So I need the grace from you. I know my shoes, you're not worthy to lose it. But for now, these are principles most of us don't understand those principles. So we come to a kingdom, it's like you don't understand the constitution of Nigeria. How do you win a case in the court? How do you win a case in the court? You don't understand constitution. You don't understand your rights. Who will trample over you? Who will trample over you? So quickly, the formula. Are you ready? Are you ready? Simple. What you know plus how you express what you know. What you know plus how you express what you know. Multiplied by who you know and who knows you. What you know plus how you express what you know. Multiplied by who you know and who knows you. Very simple, eh? Very simple. But I guarantee you can change your life. The first thing is, what do you know? I'll not spend too much on that because I believe Pastor Shea and Pastor Shea must have done a great job on that with you. Knowledge is something that you cannot do without. Spend more time. Spend more of your resources in acquiring knowledge. And there's sometimes knowledge acquired through four or five different means. Knowledge through scholarship. Scholarship is not only subvention on your uh, education fees. Scholarship is also the knowledge you get from the four walls of the university, four walls of the formal education scholarship, uh, apprenticeship, internship, mentorship, and relationship. Did you understand that? Scholarship. Second one. Are you guys getting tired of me? Mentorship, sorry, uh, a scholarship, come on, come on, talk to me, apprenticeship, internship, mentorship, and a relationship. Well, the reason why I said four or five, because everything ties up in relationship. Now, scholarship, have you ever been told that you don't need to go to school to succeed? They tell you about Bill Gates and we again, they didn't go to school. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg, I said, you don't need to go. Anybody that tells you that is your greatest enemy, don't listen to them. Don't listen to them. These guys were in school, but they didn't just finish. And there must have been a reason why they didn't finish. These guys were in Harvard You don't just get into Harvard. You got to be smart. You got to be intelligent. These guys are the 1%. The exceptional one. And then they now want to use the principle of the exceptional ones to teach the 99%. Except you have that exceptional ability. You don't listen to such things. Go dump your jam form. Go into school. Go to something school does for you. Never in your life will you be in the same compound with those kind of people. No other, no other institution can give you that experience. No other. Church cannot give you because we all go and we leave. We don't live together, do we? Office, we all come, and we all go back to work. And then, can any office be um, a gathering of 50,000 people in a location? Can, ever, can, you, can you see an office like that? Even there is, we go and we come, we go and we come. But right here, we stay together. That's why you experience the good, the bad, and the unreasonable. It broadens your mind, it stretches your mind. It makes you experience things that normally no other place can give you. And that on its own does something to your thinking, provided you go there with the right set of mind. So scholarship is important. Apprenticeship. That's why you feel those guys, as much as apprenticeship gives you the deal that you want, makes you understand the necessary things, not the general things. Because scholarship gives you the general thing. There are some things you learned in school that you didn't, that are not useful. You can't even remember it. Because it's not even applicable. But what it does is just stretching, uh, stretches your mind, widens your mind. That's what it does. But apprenticeship gives you to the, to the nitty-gritty So that's why you see people, especially from our eastern part of the uh, country, they may not understand how to pronounce the word, but they understand what the old thing is all about. I mean, a guy said, I just bought my Pathfinder. I said, no, no, it's not Pathfinder, it's Pathfinder. I said, you know the name, I have the car. (laughs) You know the name, I have the car. Uh, It's all about knowing the name. (laughs) He said, but who is driving the car? Like Papa Emeka and Emeka, they told him that Emeka does not understand mathematics. He said, it is impossible. Am my Emeka, hey, no, no, Emeka it is impossible. Emeka, Alele, let's go to school. And took him to school. I said, teacher, Emeka, oh yeah, ask him the arithmetic question. So teacher said, Emeka, 12 plus 8, Emeka couldn't answer. And then Papa America said, <laughs> Teacher, teacher, you are wrong. America, 12 naira plus 8 naira. America said, 20 naira. Say, you didn't put the naira. You didn't put the naira. They may not know how to write, but they know the balance of accounts. They understand business. There's something apprenticeship gives to you. Even after you have done the scholarship, You should try as much as you may not do apprenticeship again because five years is not a joke. I spent five years in the university and now come and spend five years in apprenticeship. No, it's too long. Your Bible says when you use 20 years to prepare for madness, how many years will you use to manifest the madness? It's too long. That is why you don't go for apprenticeship. What you now go for is internship. Internship. And many of us young people, Gen Zs, You're always money moved. Money, 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 how much are they going to pay me? That is not what you need now. Your bills are being paid right now. This is the time for you to go, what do I need to learn? Go and look for somebody who's doing great things and volunteer your one month with the person. Because what you will learn there will help you slice off the excesses that scholarship brought that is not going to be useful. You begin to see things the way it's supposed to be. You begin to experience God, I'm sorry, you experience numbers. And it distills it down to the nitty gritties. Internship, two months, three months. But we always are here. Now go pay me. Now go pay me. I see them. I have them at home. My children. Hey, they're not paying us. I say, shut up. What do you mean paying us? Go there. Go and learn. Is that where you want to be? Is that what you want to do in the future? Go there. Go and pick it. I can support you a little bit by your transportation. But go there. It's the experience you need right now. Not the money. The money will come later. What is the point when the money comes early and it doesn't come later? Colour soul at your That our evening should pay us better than our morning. May mm. you not be queuing for pension at old age. May mm. you not be queuing for pension at old age. Will you have things that are already speaking? That when even the person comes, he it's hey, just, just this is just for Richard Catt. I may mean, that be your portion in Jesus' name. Amen. Then you have mentorship. I can't go into that. And then you have um, relationship ties down, everything. Now, let me tell you something. I may not be able to go further than that because my time is up. Let me just, let me just say this to you. Let me just say this to you. Right, listen to me, please. Listen to me. Let me say this to you. You know, I said something about the 1%. 1%. Yes, sir. remember? Yes, sir. Remember? Yes, sir. remember? If I were you, I would do a further research on the one percent. Who are they? How do they think? How do they do how do they go about whatever they are going, whatever they're doing? Where are they? Because you see, this one percent of the working population, which would change anytime soon. But based on the statistics that we have, because we're about eight billion people right now in the, on the earth, we moved from seven billion, some couple of um, couple of months, a couple of years ago. We move away from seven to eight. But then, these guys are considered the working population of the world. 1%. Sometimes they move between 1% and 1.2% of the working population. And the working population is about 620 million people. Billion people, 6 point something billion people, sorry. 6 point something billion people are the working population. This 1% or 1.2%, they are about 62 million people all over the world. These guys, they're the ones who make $1 million and above. And then they control 48.9% of the total wealth. Almost 50% of the total wealth, 1%. 62 million people out of 7-point-something billion and now 8-point-something billion. They control 48.9% and then you have the 10% this 10% the people will make 100,000 US dollars and above this ones when you join them with the 1% guess what they control 85% of the total wealth 85% credit suisse google it you will find it 85% of the total wealth they now left 15% to 19% to be struggling with can we go further then when you now go to the 30%, these 30% are the people who earn $10,000 and above. This 30%, they control 97% of the total wealth. They now left 3% to the 70%. So when you say there is no money, it depends on the level that you are in. Depends on the money. So your strategy, your thinking, your prayer point, to be, God illuminates my heart to know where the money is. The money is with the 1%. The money is 1%. There's a calculation, I don't have it on my paper right now, but there's a calculation that happened when, I mean, between after COVID or during COVID or something like that, that it did that about the, the whole world made about something, 40-something uh, trillion dollars, and about 20-something went to this 1%. And uh, like 16 or something came to the 99% trillion. That's how you saw the yellow mocks making more money. They were not as rich as they were until COVID happened. The rich will become richer, and the poor will become poorer. And even the ones that the poor has, it will be taken away from them, and be given to what? Bible speaking. Bible speaking. Who are these 1%? How do they think? Where are they? How do I prepare myself so that when I find myself in their midst, I will not be seen as an outcast? Because they say, where you can be with rich people and they know that you're not rich? No matter what you wear, forget it. Your language will sell you out. Your disposition will sell you out. The way you eat will reveal you when you see the buffet, the buffet, hey, hey, you say you say ah, I need, thank God I came, ah, ah, that's why it's good to eat very well before you go to parties. Now go eat. Ah, now I mean you are just packing. Your plate is so full, and they are smiling at you. You are smiling at them. That's it. They are they're smiling at you. This guy, who is he? Where is he coming from? And then you are there. Eating everything. Amala, you eat, ate. Uh, fried rice, you did. Everything you did. Eh? Okay, continue. Continue. You just messed up yourself. Because you don't understand the language of greatness. There's a language of greatness. There's a comportment of the rich. Joseph understood that when he was going to appear before Pharaoh. He shaped first. He understands the protocol. He understands what needs to be done. Most of us have not done that research enough to know how do these people, look, you can be with them. They will know. They will know. Because the 1% don't beg. They don't ask for favor. They stylishly demand favor. John Wick, medallion. Oh, sorry, this is Judge. (laughs) You owe me? You owe me what? I can only hold you one when you have done me one. So when you're within the one percent, you're doing favors, not asking for favors. Because one day will come that you will need favor. One day will come that you will need favor. And then when you appear, you're not begging. You are demanding, not violently. Not aggressively, but you two, you know that you owe me one. You two, you know that you owe me one. The one let me, percent, let me take you on a trip. How do you get into the one percent? There was a research that I stumbled on, very interesting research. It said three things that you need to do. If you can click one of those three boxes, you will join the one percent. Say number one box. For you to be one of the one percent, you have to be born by the one wow. yeah. percent. I want me to click, you know. <laughs> you know, click at all. To connect. Because how can you be one percent and you want your child not to be in the one percent? That's why they send them to the best schools. And then here you are, you are calculating the money that you are paying for the school fees. You'd rather use the money for something else and not pay for them to be in the best schools. Don't you know when they attend the best schools, they sit down with people who are from the same um, rich family? And there's something they discuss. Mm. And here you are. You'd rather go abroad. Okay, sorry. Uh, For you, you, when you start having children, you'd rather go abroad and leave your children behind. Who should go? They come back to school, they are talking about um, I was in Germany last week. And your son couldn't talk. He just goes to one corner. Why? Well, because he didn't go to Germany. Mommy went to Germany. But he went to Sapele. And he couldn't talk. You're already bruising his self esteem. His confidence is going down. You have to do more work yeah. on him if you know what to do. That is, even if you know what to do. That's why you see the mothers of the Ben they will speak to their sons, even in poverty. The woman will say, yeah, you are brilliant. Even the mothers does not know how to read, though. She will look at the book upside down. Say, <laughs> when you realize that the mother was looking at the book upside down, the mother looked at her and said, yeah, you're know, you doing well, you're ready well. Because the woman, although she was poor, but she understood the language to put into her sons, and they became great. Are we together here? Yes, sir. Number two, you must marry into the one person. If you are married already, you are, you, are, you are finished. Don't worry, you can't change your mind. And for those of us, Pastor will correct this later. That's his problem. And for those of us, those of you who are still single, Ah, He will correct this later Somebody said Don't marry for money Marry for love I agree But you Go to the place where money is And marry for love there (laughs) He will correct it That's his problem But you understand what I'm talking about Don't be fresh in lead, though. What I just said is just to make you crack you up and everything. But it has been found out that we will marry into it. It's easier, it drops up. And then the third box, if you can't tick that, (laughs) is for you to attend an Ivy League school. Ivy League school. Pristines, the pristines, the Harvard, Lagos Business School. Probably, Covenant, the private university can make you mix up with some of those rich, rich, uh, rich kids, children, rich kids, and everything. There's a way you can do that to you. Now, if you now went to Nasarawa State University, sorry, that's in Nasarawa. Oh, well, I don't know about that one. <laughs> God help us. But you know what? That is not... Now, look at it. You can't take the first, you can't take the second, and you can't take the third. You're wondering, is there a fourth box? No, there is none. But look at it this way. What they are trying to tell you is that number one box, number two, number three. Eh? Because there are some people who were born into the, by the 1% that never became 1%. There are people that are married into the 1% that never even became 1% because it's not sexually transmitted. Mm. And there are people who went to Harvard, Princeton, but we see them. They don't have knowledge. They can analyze, but there's nothing to show in their life. So it is not about those things. It is about the common denominator that you find in those things, which is relationship. Relationship. Relationship is the common factor in those three boxes. So I can't do, I wasn't born, I didn't marry, and I didn't go to an Ivy League school. I should be smart enough to put myself in an environment that can make me connect with some people that are already there. That's why when you come to church, be careful how you jettison church? Because church is probably the only place where you can hear me I this hour without paying. Yes, sir. Yeah, yes, sir. probably the only place. Probably the only place. Quite expensive. Some people are angry with me right now. I don't mind. I mean, they are very angry. They come and meet me. We want you to come. Give them my code of engagement. There was a state that wanted me to come. They came, run, give, them, give them my code of engagement. Say ah, 15,000 U.S. dollars. I say yes. It's not the old day, I said, it doesn't matter. I'll be there for the old day. I fly into your state. I do what I want and I leave. They didn't come back. They were hungry. I know they were hungry. I don't care. Do you understand? I don't care. I'm making a statement to be very loud very soon. I will not even be 15 again. And when you approach me with what we're investing in the brand, eh, and you have to, you have to jack it up. But this is it, be strategic with building relationships. Be strategic with building relationships. Look at your career path. Who are the people that have gone ahead of you? Where are they? How can I connect with them? Most of the people that you will see are the people who are 10,000 steps ahead of you. You can't connect with them. They will not listen to you. You won't even understand their language. You won't. So what you need to do is to look for the ones who are 100 steps away, not the 10,000 steps away. Connect with that one first. What that one does is that it will quicken your one step and move you closer. And then you can learn so much if you are hungry, and then you are even 110 steps. And then you begin to look for the one that is 1,000. Because the guy who is 100 is close to the guy who is 1,000. And then when you move close to the guy who is 100, it will move you closer, take you to the guy who is 1,000. And then before you know what's happening, you can always move closer to the guy in the 10,000. I've invited one billionaire to my program. Like twice, I missed him. The first time, he didn't even check, he didn't even look at my notes. He didn't even look at my letter, I said it's not available. The second time, I sent somebody to him, he apologized. That is not going to be in the country. Am I might not moving closer? Yes sir. yes, sir. But you know what? The program I'm inviting him is taking shape. It's taking shape. The last one we did in the hotel, like uh, two, three weeks ago, yeah. masterclass, yes, sir. international standard. I can't show you the video and you don't want to be there next year. Whoever you are, whether you are a bilonia or a kobonia or anything, once I show you that I need you, you have to be there. I'll be there sir. I'll be there. <laughs> Do you understand? But this is what I'm saying, guys. Move yourself into rooms that the intellectual discussion can cause a revolution in your mind. Oh. That is a secret most people don't tell people. They tell you a lot of things, but they don't tell you that this is the room. It is the environment. It is the people that you hang around with. That's how some of us will break the bank to be with some people. I will travel. Sometimes one of my one of my um how will I call them? I pass of destiny is having something to do. I break everything. I release myself. I must be there. I must be there because I know the source. I know what I get by just hanging around. We don't, sometimes we don't pray, or we pray sometimes, not, not necessary. Just let me stay there. Are we, are we discussing something tangible? No. Sometimes we are even making fun. Having a drink. Moving from one bus to another and everything. Car. That's what I want. Because there's something about an environment that empowers your mind. Hey. Look, as you grow older, don't listen to people that will tell you that you are just living in Magodo. Magodo. You don't have your house, you are renting a house. Go and build your house, even if it's Ikorodu. Yeah, build the house in Ikorodu, but don't relocate to Korodu. Do you understand me? Rent the house in Ikorodu to people, add rent to it, and stay in Magodo. There is something about the environment that shapes your mind. Oh, no, 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 it's cheap, it's cheap, it's cheap. Ah! You have cheap in your life. Cheap in your life. Some of the guys, I have two guys like that, they're twins. So some years back, we're talking and they told me that we're just talking one day, we just got to that conversation. Now I realized they were staying in, um, what's it called? A room and parlor, sorry. Face me, I face you. There's nothing wrong in it. Don't get me wrong. The two of them in one room, and they are two brothers. In one room, face me, I face you. So I don't let me mention the 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 city or the area because you could just be there. Um, And I asked them, what's your house rent? They said two thousand naira per month. Then I said two thousand naira per month. That means you can. Walk up to me and say, you know what, sir? Can I have 1000 there? And then you walk up to someone and can I have 1000 there? And then you pay your house rent in a the month. They said, yes. How ah, can you grow like that? How can you grow like that? I said, no. You guys, you have to live there. Go and look for a two bedroom flat. They are twins. they stretched. They looked for it. They looked for the money. I added money to it. And I told them, you see, this money I'm adding, eh? It's the last one I'll add to your house rent. Put your time, timer, to remind you six months before this one expires. Should remind you that your rent is going to expire in six months' time. So that you can start thinking." They moved into the two bedroom flat, and when they came first, they say, ah, we have been suffering. <laughs> they moved. And the sixth most time, that alarm will put their mind to work. Because you moved from 24,000 naira per annum to 220,000 naira per annum. Your brain will work by force. Your brain will kick in by force. This month, you'll be looking at it, you'll be telling yourself every day, hey, I'll start this month, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Then you begin to do, what can I sell? What can I do this? Your brain will kick in. And look, the people you are living with, 24 or 40, is it 24 now? Yeah, 24000 per month, are like you, they are complainers. They don't have anything to discuss. They don't have anything to do. They even come out with rapa in the morning. Chewing stick. And I tell you, Nigeria. It is Nigeria. It is the same Nigeria people are building skyscrapers. The same Nigeria. So what can I do? Tunumbu, the same to Numbu Buhari, people are saying, there is a lifting up. Guys, stretch yourself. Go to places that you would not normally go. You know what it's doing to you? It's affecting your mind. It is your mind that we have to change for us before we put clothes on you. Yeah. If we don't change your mind, we put a cloth on you, your mind will tear that cloth within months because you will not be able to replace the cloth. You will not even iron it well. But once your mind starts changing, the cloth that you have, you will touch it, you will feel it, that your mind has changed. Something has affected you. Your brain has come alive. That's how we got to this point. We challenge ourselves on a constant basis. Constant basis. Constant basis. My first program in a hotel 2018, 54 people. I can't even, I don't think I even spend more than 2 million or 3 million here. Second one, 2019, increased it, 184 people. Third one, 2020, COVID, brought it down, 100. Fourth, fourth one, yeah? That should be fourth, yeah. Uh, 2021, 200 people. We're spending much more money. 51, 2022, 250 people. We spent $54, 54 naira to get the program done. This one, I just finished. Even me, I felt it in my body. You can see my voice is not as clear as it used to be. Seriously, I just got out of the house first time yesterday. It knocked me. I knew my mind worked. We had over 400 people in that room. The amount of creativity that went into it, if you you can check it on my social media, you understand what I'm talking about. I told them, this program, when it is put side by side, with Anthony Robbins' program, they should not push my program to the side. They should not push it to the side. Are we there, we're close, close. I mean, I saw, I knew the budget before. 154 million era was what we spent on that program. And guess what? None of it came from our pockets. The program produced the money. Those things you don't just come to eat, you have to task your brain. And guess what? I have some crazy guys. One of them is Ben Gardenuga. Even with everybody, all of us shouting it was good, it was good. It was looking at it. it Say we could have done better. I said, Bring her calm down. Celebrate a little. I told him, Kinga, calm down, let me enjoy this one first. And we are already looking at it, how can we beat this? I mean, what we just did not up to a month ago. Those are the people you want to be around. Those are the people that will tell you no. Where we are is too small. That's why you have to pray that God show me my chapter 13. Hmm? Because when you read Joshua chapter 12, you see God, uh, the people praising Joshua. They roll out his resume, his achievement. He is this, is that. He has conquered that king, he has conquered this king. Joshua chapter 12. In Joshua chapter 13, God appeared. He said, Josh. He didn't say Josh. He said, Joshua. There are still many more land to conquer. So every time I'm asking, where's my chapter 13? I like the accolades. I like everything, but this is not where I'm supposed to be. We want to build a program that people will be coming from all over the world. I mean, four days to our program... Muritala Mohammed International Airport will know that there's a program happening in Nigeria. Are we there yet? No, we are building. We are building. This year gave us a good understanding of where we are going. I say, hey, Otingjaw. jaw? but we are not there yet. And I need people like that around me. Do you understand what I'm talking about? I may not be able to dig, dig into all the things I'm saying. That's why I don't like coming on a Sunday service because it will be. Okay, they've even increased it. No, no. I don't like coming on a Sunday service. Give me two days, three days. We arrange it and we say, no, don't increase it, don't increase it. Come back here. Sit down, sit down, sit down. I command you, sit down. Don't increase it. Do you understand what I'm talking about? So that we can break it down. Because I don't know about you, but don't just be carried away by all those Preferities, are you Christendom in the that you see in the, in the, in the in the in the on, on, on here. I'm too carried away. Come to the marketplace. Let's see. Few people, one percent are paying one million dollars, something like that. The church is fine, it's doing well. What about the 99%? What about 99%? You have to empower the totality of your community totality of your community. Everybody must be smiling. Not everybody are now wondering, ah, what can I do? These people are always the ones sharing the testimonies. But these are just tiny little bits of common sense that is not common. You get into that place. Look, how can you appear before greatness empty-handed? How? You, want, you have an opportunity, you get an appointment, and then you appear. Empty-handed? You don't know the language of greatness. I have never been in the presence of anybody that is great, and I ask for a favor. Never. Me? Even if I'm dying, I would never ask for a favor. I would talk to you like if I needed nothing, because that's the game. I open my mouth to ask for a favor without having done you favors severally, I will not have an opportunity to come back into that room. I become a psychopath. I become a parasite. And there's no second chance for parasites. No second chance. I mean, I had the governor of a state come to my program. I've known him for 10 years. 10 years. When he came for the program, it's the third time I'm seeing him face-to-face. We talk online. We talk on phone and everything. Before he became, we just became governor like last year. Is it this year? Is this year? Not one request, not one favor asked. He sent 23 of his commissioners into that program. In other words, they emptied the whole state and the whole state was in that program. Not one favor. I didn't ask him to send them. I didn't ask him to send them. Every commissioner from number one, I mean, even the Secretary of State was there. And then you can't, they paid, they didn't come free. What am I trying to say? You command the respect and you command the response that you want. You command it. That's probably, as we move on, probably. I like your pastors. They will sink deep into some things, how your self-esteem can aid you in this thing. The first thing I would like to tell you is this, put yourself in rooms where greatness are gathered and go there with your pen and your paper. Save money and put yourself in places where greatness are gathered. If you say you have an iota of greatness in you, where should you be? In the gathering of greats. This is simple, oh. See those great people, they have been deprived of love, of love. Because everybody who came to meet them came to collect. But when you go to meet them, you go to give, you stand out immediately, no matter how small the gift is. A pack of Tom can change your life. A loaf of bread. I've seen it. Was he about today? was given a loaf of bread by a university boy. Eh? Loaf of bread. Everybody who has given me something, came to collect something from me. He cherished the loaf of bread. The loaf of bread. Ah, no, 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 they won't. uh, No, don't give it to them. Know the ages of their children. And package a gift. Sir, I know I can't give you, but I bought this for Bayo. How do you know Bayo? Ah, sir, I checked online. And I know he's age seven or eight or so. He say, say, ah, thank you. He can never forget you. Never forget you. Never forget you. Push yourself. Look, changes happens in environments. That's why you may not experience change outside the streets, but in here you experience it because it's an environment. An environment I are empowered by the people in that environment. The mind kind of thinking in that environment. If it's toxic, you see it there. If it's elevational, you, you see it there. The mind of the people who are there empowers the environment. And there's a way you can stretch yourself and move some people, and those people will move you towards another person. I have one of my speakers in March, Doa. He's a lord. House of Commons, United Kingdom. Not House of... Uh, not the Congress. Oh. House of Commons. Those ones are not elected. They are selected. They are Lord. Lord. He's coming to speak at the program. I speak, I've spoken to him like once on the phone. What happened? I stretched and got Azu, uh, Agu, Agu Iruku, Pastor Aguiruku. First I got Cannon, uh, Yemi Yemiadedeji. We got close. Mesmerizing me. I'll with relationship. I will kill you with relationship. Me, relationship, I'll kill you. Relationship. Hmm. I would rather lose money than lose a relationship. I'll kill you with relationship. I killed him. If not, you know, I killed him with the relationship. He said, ah, there's somebody you must meet. So he's coming for this wedding, blah blah blah. Block him. So I wore my Agbada for the wedding. Was a good with say, uh, I've been hearing so much about you. I said, uh, We're going to do our. Will you like to come? So let me get back to you. Canon. So don't worry, I'll be on him. So Canon prevailed on him. Say, you know what? Whatever Canon is going, I can't say I can't go. So I will go. Boom. He was not supposed to be on the flyer. I put him on the flyer immediately. That increased my budget to about six or seven million naira more because the problem, or eight even. Bought the ticket, got in there. We're in the same room for two days, three days, the same hotel, hotel. three days and everything. I'll use relationship kill. (laughs) After all the so-called relationship killing, it was he himself that was watching the whole thing and told Canon, I want to change the game for me. I did not ask. I want to change the game. And with his mouth, he offered us two speakers. He I've not spoken with you. And he picked up the mic and he was speaking. Offered us two speakers. One, Lord Hastings, the second one, Ben, um, no, not Ben, Carson. Uh, Well, I can't remember the other one. The other guy, I mean, they offered me the two people that the two people can come for next year. But I had to drop one because um, my muscle, financial muscle, cannot take the two of them. The other one, he flies in to any country with two private jets. Mm. One, for his security, to go ahead of him, and the second one, you're not come. People are happy that we should get that one, but me, I was doing calculation. Even if they don't collect money, I have to fuel private jets. Mm. And it's not one, it's two. And then we may have to pay <laughs> them or oh, parking uh, charges and everything. Uh. So one way or the other, I have to go back and renegotiate. Let's just have one. Let's have the one that will buy his ticket. Do you understand? Now you can see somebody more or less putting his reputation. Do I know the Lord? Do I know these things? No! When did I meet uh, Pastor Agu? February this year. He was with me in March. And March was saying, I want to change the game. Nobody gets to the top. Everybody is brought to the top. Everybody is brought to the top. They will bring you there. If you try to get there by force, maybe something else, you will sweat it. It's only 5% that tried, that get there just by that. By force. 10% accidentally, they didn't plan it. Just happened, ah! But 85% are brought to the top. So if you were the one, what is your quickest pass to get into the top? You go for the 85%, which is being brought to the top. As well. So, next time, Pastor is inviting me, She not inviting me. If we are coming on a Sunday, we'll have started on a Saturday. When we start on a Saturday, then we'll now conclude on Sunday. Don't worry, I'm not done. I'll still open my Bible. Okay, thank you. That's taken. Do you understand? But I'm going to pray for you a simple prayer. It doesn't need gymnastics. Simple prayers. That God will open you up to strategic relationships. I mean, strategic relationships. Strategic relationships. Not the relationship that will take you for granted or would take advantage of you. God will give you strategic relationships, And before he does that, he will also build you up, give you the necessary information, the necessary principles to imbibe and values to imbibe. Because when you meet with those relationships, they are unconsciously checking you out it is not that they deliberately do it. It's an unconscious thing. It's by default. People come around me by default. I can swift immediately. I can swift. I swift you out. So I know that people also are swifting me out. So even before I appear before you, I'm deliberate. I've done my research. I've done my own work. And sometimes I don't even I know how much time I have to spend with you. Most of the time, they are the ones that even deletes the time. Lift up your hands right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for your sons and your daughters. I pray right now that every relationship that has drawn them back, every relationship that has caused them to stagnate, every relationship that is making them to go around the circle. Lord, we curse such relationship now. We curse it now in the name of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask, oh God, from today, by the power in your word and by the power in the name of your son, Jesus Christ, that died and rose again on the third day and said, it is finished. I decree right now that divine strategic relationship will begin to locate your people in the name of Jesus. It will begin to locate your people in the name of Jesus. Grant them unprecedented favor. Unprecedented favor. Unprecedented favor. In the name of Jesus. Give them grace. Grace. On common grace to attract the people that they need for progress in the name of Jesus. On common grace, on common grace, on common grace for attraction in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Heavenly Father. We give you glory. In Jesus' name. I couldn't go down to teaching all those things, but I think I have my books. I don't know. I will just give it to Pastor and then you can see how you can get there's a particular one that you should go for. It's called the individual competitiveness formula. You know, we just stayed at one. We didn't go to how you I can express it. In that did we go. Although we touched a little bit on who you know and who knows you. We touched a little bit on that. So you need to sink yourself deep. That's your first assignment, actually. That's the first place you need to go and break the bank and make sure you get the book and read it like a textbook. Eh? Probably when I come back the next day, next time, I will conduct a test on the book to determine who will be in the auditorium or not. Just joking. But I love you guys. Eh? God bless you. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the podcast. We're glad you're part of our community now and trust you are blessed by today's message. Please subscribe to the Sheung Oshibeson podcast. Like and share as well. You can also find Pastor Sheung on Instagram at Sheung Oshibeson or at GraceMadeNG.